Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Penny Peep Show. Mysterious invitation, an unknown host, ten strangers trapped in a remote mountain lodge. Ms. Delphine Diamandis. I could spill everyone's dirty little secrets if I so wished. Colonel Lionel Gare. I've survived wars. Whatever foolery this is, holds no fear for me. Miss Holiday Howard Hudson. Lay a finger on me and I'll kill you. Mr. Grayson Kemp. I won't let anything get in the way of my having a good holiday. Mr. Petey Reed. I always get mine. Get in my way and you'll get yours. Mrs. Peggy Parker. I've got a brick and I'm not afraid to use it. Mr. Dimitri Volkov. I'm good with sword. Would you like to see my sword? Miss Veronica. Buckle up, boys. We're in for a hell of a ride. The butler, Mr. Roberts. The maid will take care of it. The maid, Mary. I'll take care of it. One dead. <laughs> Nine remain. Finding the killer will be a process of elimination. Logova Lodge, morning. In her room, Mrs. Peggy Parker wakes from a fitful sleep in her usual fashion. Wouldn't say that if I had a brick. Uh, oh, I'm awake. Oh, miserable weather. Nothing to be done, I suppose. Now, where's my granddaughter? Holiday! Holiday! Logaber Lodge, morning. In her room, Miss Holiday Howard Hudson wakes from fitful sleep in her usual fashion. Holiday! Mm. Holiday, where are uh. you? I hear you, Grandmama. There you are. Did you sleep all right? Uh, yes, Grandmama. Is the mattress comfortable? Shall I come upstairs and talk to you, Grandmama? There's a good girl. The first floor corridor and landing. Colonel Gare and Miss Veronica leave their rooms in response to the cries of Miss Howard Hudson. 
What was that? Who's screaming? Morning, Colonel. There's simpler ways to get my attention, if that's what you're after. It wasn't me, Miss Veronica. So what was that ungodly scream? At an ungodly hour. It was like a baboon mid-rut. It's far too early to be screaming. The owner of said scream should save their emotional turmoil till office hours. We'd best investigate. And here's me and nothing but a negligee. Miss Howard Hudson, what's wrong? It's Miss Delphine Diamandis. She's... she's... She's what? She's a crumpled heap at the bottom of the stairs. Finish your sentence, Miss Howard Hudson. She's... she's... And look at her pallor, so pale, and her eyes blankly staring. She's... Miss Howard Hudson, I must insist that you finish your sentence. She's... Dead. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. Look at her. I'll be the judge of that. Stand back. I'm a military man. Former, anyway. I'm used to these sorts of things. Hmm. No pulse. I can hold a mirror up to her mouth, see if I can catch her breath. I'll need a hand repositioning her head because it's currently looking at her own back. She's most certainly dead. How ghastly. The poor darling. What could have happened? My deepest, dearest darling. There's an awful lot of hullabaloo going on out here. Mr. Kemp. Good morning, Colonel. You're wearing nothing but a towel. Well spotted. Morning, Mr. Kemp. Miss Veronica. You're wearing nothing but a towel. Nothing slips past you, Miss Veronica. Not often, darling. That poor Miss Diamond has had a terrible fall. Is she all right? Good morning, Miss Diamandis. No, she is not all right. She's dead. Oh, no. Is there nothing that can be done? What would you suggest? Bovril and bed rest? Good morning, sirs, madams. Morning, Mary. Everyone's up early. I was just about to begin breakfast. I think you'll find that many of us have lost our appetite. Look. Why, it's Miss Diamandis. She's dead. Spotted it immediately. Well done. Oh, Oh, I must get, um, I must get Mr. Roberts. And I must see to Grandmama. What a terrible thing to happen on a holiday. Oh, just awful. Is it too early to pop the cork on a bottle of champagne? What do we do now? Perhaps we should put on trousers. You're already wearing a pair of very fetching pyjamas, Colonel Gare. I was talking about your towel, Mr. Kemp. The first floor bedroom of the butler, Mr. Roberts. The maid, Mary, enters to discuss the discovery of the first body. Boss! Boss, wake up, boss! What is it? What's your name again? Mary. What do you want, Mary? No one's here, boss. We can drop the fake names. All right. What do you want, Sid? There's been a murder. Ugh, who was it? Was it the colonel? The Russian? The gossip columnist. Well, she was practically begging to be murdered, so... Yes, so? Hmm? So what? Exactly. Wake me when breakfast's ready. You have to get out of bed and investigate the murder. Do I? One of the guests is dead, and we need famed private investigator Montgomery Griffin on the case. Do we? Boss. Sid, this dead woman, this Ms. Diamond... Diamandis. She was a bit of a bitch. So... So what? Exactly. Boss, you have a duty. No, I don't. The guests need you. No, they don't. I need you. You're my boss. I'm your assistant and chauffeur. If I'm not helping you solve crimes or tail suspects, what good am I? Fair point, Sid. You're fired. Boss? I don't want to solve a murder, Sid. I'm tired of them. I've done the locked room mysteries, the mid-flight disappearances, the identical twin switcheroos. I know, boss. That one case with the big dog. I'm bored. The magic is gone. I thought this weekend away would change that boss. I thought trapping us in a lodge with a gaggle of strangers with dark and varied past would perk you up. You thought wrong, Sid. No femme fatale is going to come lean on my doorbell begging for help. You and I aren't going to clink champagne glasses while reading front-page declarations of our marvellousness. You think that ship has sailed, boss? I think that ship has sunk. 
Montgomery Griffin, the world's best private investigator, just doesn't want to do it anymore. Ever since the Turner Lee case? Since Isadora Fortune? Yes. I don't know why, boss. You weren't even involved. No. And soon she'll be hanged. One less murderer in the world. She's just the sort of femme fatale I'd want leaning on my doorbell. She reminds me of... uh, Who does she remind me of? Oh, that curvy blonde in that case I did. You'll need to be more specific, boss. The one who tried to kill you. Regrettably, you'll still need to be more specific, boss. On the train... She slipped away from you and then made off with that diamond. The velvet minx? The jewel thief? The one who left you handcuffed to a bedhead, strangled me to unconsciousness and fled the country? That's her. They were strong handcuffs. Maybe the magic is gone. Maybe you've lost your detectiving skills. Maybe this crime is just too much for you. You can't use reverse psychology on me. I'm not that dentist with a box of wasps in Croydon. Why don't you just inspect the body? Um... Besides, if you're working as a private investigator, then you don't have to pretend to be working as a butler. Uh Come on, boss, what do you say? Time to crack that case? I suppose. You suppose what? I suppose I'll crack that case. The first floor corridor and landing. Mr. Reed and the Russian Mr. Volkov join their fellow guests at the top of the stairs. Stand back, Mr. Reed, and you, Russian chap. There's a dead woman here. I can see that. Oh, no! Dead woman? Oh, sorry. Light a match or something, dammit. But I I need bathroom and, and dead lady on stairs. Can I please... Please. Please what? I want to go by to bathroom, please. Who's the one upstairs? Oh, I can't find. I believe Mr. Kemp is in there having his shower, but I'm happy to pay him a visit just to be sure. Then we must move the body. Shouldn't we let some sort of um authority do that? I am the authorities. I'm the only one on this weekend jaunt with any military experience. And why does being in the military give you the right to solve crimes? Would you like to step in, Mr. Reed? Some one in the miscellany business. I probably know the ins and outs of murder better than anyone here. We can't have a dead person at the bottom of the stairs. It's untidy. I shall lead an expedited investigation. Let us begin by establishing some sort of timeline. She's wearing the dress she wore at dinner, darling. She probably died last night. She could wear the same dress to breakfast, couldn't she? The same evening gown. Yes, the same dress. Perhaps we should consider a woman as our chief investigator, darling. I'm in charge. I'm the obvious choice, and I say we start with getting this body out of the blasted way. Nobody move that body. Mr. Roberts, who are you to be barking orders? I'm not Mr. Roberts. Pardon me, I left my glasses in my room. Who are you then? I mean, I assumed the name of Mr. Roberts, but my real name is Montgomery Griffin. Oh, the private investigator. And I'm his assistant, Sidney Sparrow. You lied to us? What else are you lying to us about? Lying about this murder, perhaps? We're not lying about the murder. We haven't said anything about the murder. Did you commit the murder? No. A lie! Montgomery Henry Griffin is a world-famous detective. Murder is his specialty. <gasps> Solving it, I mean. Oh, I know that name. Montgomery Griffin. Scotland Yard's good little boy he is. Indeed, Mr. Reed. I've heard your name whispered up and down those corridors a time or two. Are you a policeman, Mr. Reed? Quite the opposite. Can't stand the coppers. They tend to get in my way. Oh, please, please... I can go to bathroom. Yes, let's move the body so the Russian can use the bathroom. I said nobody touch that body. Not until I say so. Now, I prefer to solve crimes on a full stomach. Who's in charge of breakfast? Come on, who is it? It's you. You're the butler. And your sidekick is the maid. Oh, 
Sid, take care of breakfast, would you? Sure thing, boss. I could do with a full English. Something light. And coffee. Um. Uh, Are you just going to climb over the court? Don't step on her. Good Lord, darling. Ugh. All right, fine. We'll move the body. Why are there peas everywhere? Oh. You can clean those up once you finish with breakfast, Sid. Private Investigator Montgomery Griffin, Miss Sidney Sparrow and several of the men move the body of Ms. Diamandis to the back door of Lockerbie Lodge. Are you sure this is where we should store the body, boss? It doesn't seem very respectful. It's not ideal, Sid, but needs must. Can we get on with this? I want my breakfast. You there, Russian! Mr. Volkov, Dmitri! Open the door! Here we go. <laughs> All done. She'll be right till spring. Hello, friends. My name is Patrick Little, host of A Little History Podcast. If you like to learn about history yeah, a little differently, then A Little History Podcast has you sorted. Join me for Season 1, titled A Mythology Apology, as we discuss some of humankind's oldest stories. Nothing is off limits as we tackle some of the well-known and not-so-well-known stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world. We've got a house on chicken legs, a bloke with a hundred eyes, a talking frog, plenty of shit kings, and gods and goddesses doing what gods and goddesses do. All this and more is waiting for you just to click away. Sometimes I'll have a guest coming in cold, and sometimes it's just you and me. So drink them if you got them, and join us for a bit of shit talking and a lot of fun. My name is Patrick Little, and this is a Little History Podcast. It's our history, but like you've never heard it before. And also keep a lookout for Season 2, coming later in 2021. Hello, friends! Creator of the podcast, Kieran here. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of A Process of Elimination. I'm going to transition this mid-roll read to an apology. Last episode, I promised a light-hearted series about friendship when this series is, in fact, a murder mystery. I am so, so sorry for the deception. My dad is back with a review for the first episode, and to my amazement, it is a positive one. That's right, father appreciated everyone's diction. Well done, team. Mission accomplished. This is as good as it's going to get. He did also mention getting confused by the amount of characters rattling around, and to that I would say, hang in there, Dad. Things will get easier as the series progresses. Oh, whoops, spoilers. If you agree with my father regarding the fine enunciation of my assembled thespians, then perchance to send us a missive to that effect, you'll find innumerable methodologies contained within your installment compendium. Until a fortnight hence, thanks again for listening. Bye. The remaining guests gather in the dining room to breakfast. All done? Did everyone enjoy their meal? Very much so. Those crab cakes were delicious, weren't they, Miss Howard Hudson? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, very good. Oh, much better. I don't want any more of this froggy European 
buttery sprig of parsley on top nonsense. Proper British fare. That's what we need. I agree with you, Colonel. Couldn't touch these. You'll take what you get and enjoy it, thug. Grandmama. I'm sorry, Holiday. You've upset my granddaughter, you cretin. I, I'm not upset, Grandmama. I'm just a little shaken by discovering a dead body. Of course you are. Nasty thing to find before you've had your breakfast. Here, have another crab cake. Well, they are delicious. But where was the bacon? Where was the sausage? When I was putting together the menu for the weekend, I thought I would aim for something a bit loftier. Where were the beans? Do you know what the Dutch word for bacon is? Speck. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh. Quiet down, everyone. I have made my initial inspection of the scene. This, I'm afraid to say, ladies and gentlemen, is a case of murder. <gasps> Probably. <gasps> the evidence suggests Miss Diamandis was pushed down the stairs. One of you is a murderer. This is going to be quite the news for our hostess when she arrives. Yes. Where is Miss Verity Resset? There's no such person as Miss Verity Resset. <gasps> oh. Yes, there is. She invited me here. Verity is a modified of the word veritas, meaning truth, and recit from the French word recit, meaning story. True story, you see? She definitely invited me here. I can get the invitation if you like. You made her up to get us here? And now someone has been murdered. It's just ghastly. Don't vex yourself, Holiday. Here, have another crab cake. <gasps> If you insist... Look into your conscience, every one of you. Look hard and think why a private investigator might invite you anywhere. I don't know what you mean. I agree, and also don't know what you mean. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going on. A table full of clear consciences, it seems. And something else. Turner Lee, you are all tangled in that particular web of... Webbing. They are, boss? Now I really don't know what you mean. I agree, and also don't know what you mean. I really don't uh, know. Back to the murder on hand. This Miss, uh, Miss... Miss Diamandis, boss? Correct. So, Miss Sparrow and I will be questioning you one by one to ascertain your movements for the evening. But then who's going to clear the table? Or make the second pot of cheese? Would you stop barking orders, you inflated windbag? Well, the delicate constitutions of women forbids my rejoinder. Grandmama. I'm sorry, Holiday. Here, have the last crab cake. Well, they are terribly good. The boss and I aren't here to cook you dinner, Colonel. We were only pretending to be servants. That well may be, but you can't leave us in the lurch. Am I expected to serve my own meals? Make my own bed? Extraordinary circumstances call for extraordinary heroism, Colonel. I don't mind pottering about in the kitchen if needs be. You can cook? I'm always keeping something warm. But in the kitchen? Well, a can opener can't be that different from a bottle opener. <laughs> Why don't we all pitch in and do the dishes? I wouldn't know where to begin. Who amongst you would like to splash about in some dishwater with Ooh, me. Oh, I shall, darling. Excellent. Two dish cleaners. What did I agree to? Another? Three is company, after all. Uh, this is female's work, surely. Mr. Volkov? Yes. You'll help? That's right. Brilliant. Then it's decided. Great. So pleased. Let's get back to murder, shall we? <gasps> Solving it. <sighs> yes. To the kitchen. I can only assume your first interview shall be Miss Howard Hudson. Why do you say my name, Colonel Gare? Because you are the most likely to be guilty. How dare you, sir? My granddaughter is a sweet, 
innocent girl. I wouldn't be so churlish, madam, given that you are number two on my suspect list. <gasps> well, I never... I don't see why anyone should get interrogated. None of your business what I was up to last night. A woman was brutally and viciously pushed down the stairs, and someone, probably a young woman with a short fuse or an old one with no fuse at all, is to blame. Why would you think I murdered that woman? Because you explicitly stated that you would last night. I didn't mean anything by it. I threatened to murder lots of people. Oh, and I suppose your grandmother throws lots of bricks at people. Indeed I do, sir. Grandmama! Where is she getting all these bricks? You're lucky I've got no upper body strike. Boss, you need to do something. Take control. Yes, all right, let's settle down. She assaulted me. Good for her. I'm still in charge of this investigation and I'll be deciding who gets questioned when, where and by whom. By who? By me. And it's my decision to start with uh, Mrs. Parker. In the study, Private Investigator Griffin and his assistant and chauffeur, Miss Sparrow, question the brick-laden battleaxe, Mrs. Peggy Parker. So, once you had awoken and checked the weather, you stood in your room yelling your granddaughter's name? That's right. That's it? That's all? What else was I supposed to do? Go downstairs? I don't do stairs. Waited? I don't do waiting. Anything you want to add, boss? Um... Yes? No. Oh, well, Mrs Parker, what did you know about the victim? Nothing. I see. Save that she was a writer by assertion, a columnist by profession, a spiteful gossip by practice, and an odious blackmailer by inclination. So, quite a bit, then. Nothing that's not common knowledge. In the business, anyway. What business? Movie business. You make movies? I make hair. Style hair and makeup. If you call dark lips, black eyes, and slathers of cream makeup. Sounds like rather a lot of makeup. And the people you make up, as in the people you did make up on, they talked of Miss Diamandas. They say her threats to publish drove more than one person to the edge. Seems about time someone pushed her off one. Someone, you say? That's what I said. I was trying to intimate that the someone was you. No. I would have been more outraged if I'd picked up on that. Yes, well, I don't usually do the talking in these situations. Care to chip in, boss? Are you a murderer, Mrs Parker? How dare! Of course I'm not! Well, there you go. But, boss... Who's next? In the lounge, Colonel Gare, Mr Reed and Miss Howard Hudson reflect upon the questioning in progress and the questionings yet to come. I hope they don't go too hard on Grandmama. Don't you fret, Pat. Them old birds are made of stern stuff. And I'm a chip off the old brick, Mr. Reed, so keep your hands to yourself. Preposterous! Questioning that old biddy like that. I'm sure they'll question everybody. We'll see about that. They should let me do the questioning. I'd soon get the truth out of the lot of you. And by questioning, you mean baseless finger-pointing, Colonel Gare. Baseless? Baseless? You are referring to my intimation that you are the murderer, aren't you? I am. You call that baseless? You threatened to kill her. So? And now she's dead. So? You women, no control of your emotions, instant death to anyone around you if the mood takes you. Continue your threats, Colonel, and the mood will take me. Careful, lass. Don't tell me to be careful. You don't intimidate me, Mr. Reed. I'd sooner kill you than look at you. I'd sooner kill all of you than look at you. Frankly, the murderer could have been anyone. One of us. That bloody gossip columnist woman threatened everyone. She was practically 
begging to be murdered. Uh, to be yeah, fair, I agree with true. you. I'll tell you one thing for free. I ain't agreeing to no questioning. I reckon it stinks that a detective popped up just as we need one. Personally, I'll sleep easier knowing Mr. Griffin is on the tail of the killer. I brought my Webley. That'll do me. Did you? A Webley is a type of gun, Miss Howard Hudson. Thank you, Colonel. I have my favourite blunderbuss stashed in my luggage. A blunderbuss is another type of gun, Miss Howard Hudson. Thank you again, Colonel. And I brought my Derringer. That's a third type of gun, Colonel. You know, I could do with a drink. Me too. At least we can agree on something. Here's the bottle of scotch from last night. I think there are some glasses. Who needs glasses? <sighs> I found it. It's mine and damn the rest of you. As a military man, I thought you'd respect that. All right, one down, seven to go. Six, boss. One of them's dead. Ah, we've doubled our progress. Two down, six to go. Grandmama? I'm fine, Holiday. Do you have my brick? Uh, we've had quite enough masonry, madam. Honestly, Grandmama, you'll only get yourself in trouble. Again. It's terrible, robbing an old woman of her one comfort in life. So the next questioning, you'll be taking the young lady. Ugh. No, because this is my investigation and I'm going to do it my way. Why are we even listening? to you. This ain't your patch. This ain't your beat. He's a celebrity private investigator. He's famous for solving crimes. Then who do you propose to question next? I don't know. So your way is to flap about and moan like a woman picking out a dress. Or perhaps I want to question you. Then do it, man. Very well. I shall come this way to be questioned. I look forward to it. Quit hogging the scotch holiday. Here you are. Slow down there, girls. The way this morning's going, you need to leave some for the rest of us. Let's get this over with so that you may proceed directly with Miss Howard Hudson's tearful confession. It was 9.56pm that I last saw Miss Delphine Diamandis. I was informed stop, by a witness that... Stop, I... stop, Did you have a question? I just wanted you to stop. Boss, can't you just make a little more effort? Ugh, all right... What do you do, Colonel, since your retirement from the military? I write. What do you write about? I am swayed by the tastes of the public, and they favour something action-packed with the hint of the exotic. Suits me. I'd rather somewhere exotic than this permanent damp. Can't stand the cold. Can't abide the rain. Africa. Now there's a continent. One of the big ones, yes. Don't mind where. Kenya, Morocco, all the same to me. But they can't make marmalade worth a damn. And search high and hither, you'll be damned if there's a Stilton to be had. So, periodically, now and then, a jaunt back to the motherland becomes a necessity. For marmalade and cheese. Neither of which, may I remind you, have Anything to do with murder, if we could stay on topic. Did you kill the gossip columnist? Are you taking notes, Mary? Miss Sparrow. Make a note that I am outraged and insulted by the question. Perhaps we should have a word about your military service. That has nothing to do with murder. That's not what we've heard. You can add a multiplication sign and a number two after that note of outrage and insult. And if this questioning carries on in this fashion, I may have to start a tally. All right, go away, Colonel Gare. Shall I send in Miss Howard Hudson? Just go. Hmm. Boss, please just try. Oh, but I don't want to. Colonel returns. Uh, as anticipated, a complete waste of time. Next, and by next I mean, have you come down off your high horse enough to question Miss Howard Hudson? No, 
I want to question you, Mr. Peter Reed. I don't think so. I have a rule never to speak to coppers. Always serve me well. Mr. Reed, if you don't want to deal with the police, then Mr. Griffin is your best chance at that. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. In the interest of getting this over with, we'll question... uh, I don't know... Miss Howard Hudson? If we question Miss Howard Hudson, will you shut up? I'll consider it. Come, Miss Howard Hudson. Very well, Mr. Griffin. I'll come. Do you want me with you, Holiday? No, Mrs. Parker. Your granddaughter is to be interrogated in private. Mm. I'll be fine, Grandmama. Perhaps we should search the old harpy for additional bricks. I would like to apologise. I didn't mean anything by threatening to kill Ms. Diamandis. It just slipped out. Why, a few minutes ago I threatened to kill everyone in the room. Has your temper ever got you into trouble before, Miss Howard Hudson? What does that mean? What if I said we think you did the murder? Why, you lousy dullards! I ought to... Uh, uh, uh. Oh... I'm sorry. It's just such a tense situation. Murder often is. It isn't the murder. It's not just the murder. Is that your invitation to this weekend away? The postscript. You may find this invitation offers you the opportunity to correct the course of justice, to right a terrible wrong before it's too late. What did you mean by that? What did you think we meant? Isadora Fortune. The murderous actress. I don't think she did it. My grandmother worked for her, doing her makeup, fixing her hair. Isadora was so incredibly kind to her. Grandmama was devastated when she was arrested, and I just... You said something earlier about the case, Mr. Griffin, and you wouldn't if you thought it was closed. I'm innocent of this murder, just as Isadora is innocent of hers. Won't you help me prove it? I still don't know what Isadora Fortune has to do with this case. Shush, 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 shush. I can help you, Miss Howard Hudson. You'd have to work closely with me. Uh, Of course. The truth shall always be my first bedfellow. The truth, yes. Then let us see if we can solve a murder together. Two murders. Thank you, Mr. Griffin. You don't know the weight you've lifted off my shoulders. I can imagine. And I can imagine you taking the weight of your hand off my knee. Oh, (laughs) how did that get there? That'll be all for now, Miss Howard Hudson. Thank you. Boss? I may have found a little of the magic again, Sid. Great news, boss. Was it when a beautiful young woman was begging you for help? That was a big part of it. Whatever works, boss. Ah! Interview over. Should I ready the manacles? You'll be disappointed to hear, Colonel Gare, that the investigation continues. There is still a murderer amongst us. Some celebrity private investigator you're turning out to be couldn't even extract a simple confession. There was no confession to make, Colonel. I've done nothing wrong. Ditto for the lot of us, I'm sure. Here's your bottle back. Thank you. Miss Howard Hudson has indeed (sighs) done nothing, but someone here did. And, Colonel Gare, it shall be I, Montgomery Griffin. And assistant. We'll see the murderer brought to account. You seem to have perked up tremendously, Detective. Indeed I have, Mr. Reed. Things have perked up? What a relief. I was just saying in the kitchen that I hope this murder investigation wouldn't put a dampener on the weekend away. Nothing puts me off once I'm in the mood for a good time. And I dry. What? That's what I do in kitchen. I use little time.
foul. I dry. And that impromptu sword demonstration with the bread knife, very entertaining. Yes, it was just me and two men sword fighting in the kitchen. You know, like a movie. I jump, I flip, I backflip. Such a shame the sink was there. That was the most work I've done in the kitchen since courting that sous chef. Let's have less of this frivolous fooling around oh. and more investigation of murder. Yeah. I want you to catch the monster who did this to me. Did what to you? Made me see a dead body. <laughs> Perhaps that's enough, Scotch Holiday. Agreed. Take that bottle away from her, Mr Kemp. I shall, Miss Veronica. <sighs> it's too early to be quite so merry, even for a holiday. Well, that's good Scotch. You're drinking it like it's bathtub gin. Can we focus on the murder? That's right. We should pay the deceased the respect they deserve. <gasps> I never did get that bottle of champagne. Champagne was not what I had in mind when I said respect the deceased. The deceased? You slung out the door like yesterday's husband. What? Just a little self-referential humour, darling. So, who's next for interrogation? That's right, Mr Reed. Oi, lad, pass me that bowl. Oh, oh, of course. Is that a no, Mr Reed? It's a surly tip of the bottle to you. Is a surly tip of the bottle a no? Come now, we all must cooperate with the investigation, even if it's being preposterously run by someone who apparently has no idea what they're doing. Thank you for the support. You're always welcome. So, Mr. Reed? I told you, I'm not interested. Come now, Mr. Reed, it'll be better for you if you I said you no, and I mean it. It's either agree to be questioned or be forced into an interrogation. The last man that's tried to force me to do anything caught a bullet for his efforts. Are you threatening me, Mr. Reed? What else could I be doing? Mr. Griffin. Uh, let's all remember that this is a holiday. Oh, someone take that bottle off of him. You know what I've had too much of? I've had too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> At least he's put the bottle down. I say, are you feeling all right? Oh, he goes purple. <gasps> oh, no. Stand back. I'm in the military. Used to be. Well, Colonel. You're never going to believe this. What is it? He's dead. Oh, no. A process of elimination featured the voices of... Jacqueline Osorio as Miss Delphine Diamandis. Andrew Jane Spooner as Colonel Lionel Gare. Rhiannon Marshall as Miss Holiday Howard Hudson. David Moss as Mr Grayson Kemp. Matt James as Mr Peter Reed. Catherine Jones as Mrs Peggy Parker. Stephen Jobson as Mr Dimitri Volkov. Lucy Clough as Ms Veronica. Kieran Davey as Mr Montgomery Griffin. Rosie Williamson as Miss Sydney Sparrow. And Dan Pye as the narrator. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.